Warning, this episode contains mature language, adult situations, confusion, angst, brother complexes, sister complexes, and a love which knows no bounds and will lead to deformed children. Listener discretion is advised.
Episode 54, Incest is Not Best. Hello and welcome to the 54th edition of the Spire and Mong Review. I'm your host, Zahn. How are you doing today? Pretty good, I hope. I'm in a good mood today. I'm a little psyched. I'm set and ready to go. I'm going to be going on my trip soon. Wait, I'm going to love myself because, of course, this is being recorded in the future. Or it's going to be in the past when you hear it, so it doesn't really matter. But this is before I go on my trip to Las Vegas. If you want to know information, check out Twitter. I'll be Twittering the entire time. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. So anyway, for those who don't know, Spyrokin has decided that provides information and reviews about manga. Pretty much what happens is every episode I'll review one or two manga depending on the situation or if I have a guest host and give you a little bit of information about it. That way you don't go to the bookstore and say, hey, this manga looks really cool. You pick it up and you spend the seven bucks without really looking at it. You get home, the book sucks, and you wish you saved that money. This way, you know, I do all the dirty work for you. I tell you if a book is good, if it's bad, even if it's a book you've never heard of before. I give you a little bit of information about that so you get a little bit of knowledge on you. You don't have to agree with any of my statements, but hey... Gives you a little bit of info on it, and hey, it's a good listen. I hope I do a good job. I think I'm a little entertaining, just a little bit. I mean, you know, I try to make things funny a little bit. And plus, of course, I do things a little bit oddly, but anyway, I'm babbling on and on. So, now what's new with me? Of course, nothing. So, let us get on with the news. What's going on with the news? Nada. Zip. Nothing. Nunca. That's never, but nothing. Nothing new in the last couple of days, unfortunately. Uh, there will be news when this comes out, but I won't have reported it, so that will suck. So you're going to get next week double amount of news, and it's going to be kind of fun, because whatever I review next week will be interesting. This, but So let's get on with the review for this episode. Looks like this is going to be a very fast episode, I think. Don't you agree? Yeah, I think so too. But So for this episode... If you remember from last episode, episode 53, I spun the wheel of manga! And it dictated unto me that I will be reviewing Koei Kaze, Love Wind, for this episode of the Spark and Manga Review. And, well, let me give you a bit the little stats before I really review it. Now, Love Wind was written by Matoi Yoshida, originally published by Kodansha. It's a Senin came out 2001 to 2004 and there's five volumes there's an anime series which was released in the united states by genion which i remember lovingly as pioneer then they sold out to genion but that's neither here nor there and the anime series was pretty entertaining and what is koikaze about now i know i always use that line i have to think of a new line to set this up but anyway so, Koikaze opens up with a father and daughter talking, and they're like, oh, I wish you could have met your brother, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, you haven't seen him in a while, and you're thinking, wait, 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 how come the brother hasn't seen it? Well, the sister's kind of a background character in this. The whole s series is about Koshiro Saiki. He's a guy who lives with his father, and he's 27 years old. Same age as me, but, you know, I live on my own, you know, I don't, but anyway, doesn't matter. So, he lives with his father, and... He was on the train, didn't show up at his house last night because last night he was dumped by his girlfriend of two years. He pretty much said, yeah, uh, I like someone else. So we're breaking up. And he's kind of devastated about the whole situation. So he's been riding the train around and around. And, oh, the guy has perpetual stubble, which I think is awesome. He's got perpetual five o'clock shadow, and I think that was awesome. So he's on the train sitting there, and he sees a very attractive girl. And if you go back a couple pages, it's the sister, but I don't think he realizes that's the sister. So he sees her, and he kind of blushes, and she sees him, and she's crying, and she runs off, and she drops her boarding pass. So he goes, picks it up, runs out, gives it to her. You drop this off. And then you see where he worked. But Koshiro works at a marriage 
arrangement place. Now, this is a for those you don't know in Japan, I think arranged marriages are still big things with omais. It's a big prevalent thing in manga. I mean, the premise of Ranma One Half was essentially an arranged marriage. Several arranged marriages that were arranged by Genma, who's a complete moron, but it's a big thing, and so he works for this company where they arrange your marriage, and like I said, he lives with his dad. He gets a call from his father saying, yeah, I wanted you to come home last night, you were supposed to meet your sister, blah, 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 you should have done this sooner than that, and he's like, well, dad, it's not my fault that you lost your last girlfriend and you want to have sex with daughter, and he's like, shut up, she really wants to meet you, do you remember what she looks like? I haven't seen her since she was two. So this is a pretty big fucking age gap. I mean, that's 15 to 27. That's a big age gap. And so as we can you probably guess, the mother and father divorced a long time ago. And, well, shit has been going kind of weird. He's been living with his father. And he, it shows he's got a little bit of issues because of the fact he's, he's from a split family. And he works in a marriage arrangement place. And one of the things that you discover is that... The next day after, you know, he doesn't meet the girl because the girl's going out with someone or some crap. I don't really remember. I know, I'm ruining this review, but hey, I'm doing the review. So anyway, what you find out is that his girlfriend shows up the next day to work saying, I need the keys to my apartment back. He's like, okay. And his co-workers are looking at him like, hey, what's going on? Oh, look, you broke it up. <laughs> he's like, oh, let's go outside. And she's talking, he's like, well, you know, I feel kind of bad because you didn't even fight me when I told fight the situation when I told you that I was leaving you. He just kind of said, okay, so did you ever even love me? And he's kind of like, it brings a question if he really ever loved her at all, and what was the deal with that? Because, I mean, I can understand. He has a very fractured concept of love if he's from a divorced family. I mean, if you are from a divorced family, you know, it's different than living in a household where your parents are still together because you see them, they're still in love, they're still in this, and you have that pre, that notion that love still exists, that there is a love for you, and if you're in a broken home, it's kind of like, uh, what? well, what if I get married and the person leaves me? What's going to happen? It's kind of confusing. But, anyway, so, he's kind of, after that, he's kind of thinking about this and obsessing about this, and what happens is he starts talking to his supervisor Chidori now Chidori is around his age and I think that she likes Psyche I'm not entirely sure Koshiro because she's always saying oh you're kind of sloppily dressed and this is where we're going to go for the marriage arrangement thing of the day blah blah and it's by an amusement park and so they go to the amusement park and what happens is that they're talking talking about love and blarg and things which are kind of interesting but a little bit sappy. And so he goes, and he walks outside, and he's by it, and he get, gets free tickets because he's, you know, because he's working by there or something. I don't, they don't really explain why he has the tickets, but he just has the tickets. And he's sitting there, and he's talking to Chidori, and he sees the girl from the train. And she's like, uh, oh, hello. Uh, he's like, yeah, you're from yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's sitting there, and he's with her, and he ends up, for some reason, he gives her the tickets. And it's kind of like, do you want to go out to the tickets? And Chidori's like, are you stupid? Just ask her out. He's like, okay. And so him and this girl go on a date. And it's all good and happy. And it turns out they're both kind of depressed. Because ironically, uh, the girl, Nanako, her, someone she liked, left her. So she's kind of in the same boat and they're talking. And 
Psyche kind of is liking this girl, digging this girl, and they're hanging out and having fun, and at one point he tells her about what's going on. He's crying, and he doesn't cry. He says, I've never cried before. Why am I crying in front of this stranger? And you see her pat his head, and it's kind of nice and surreal. And so what happens is that they get off, they're leaving, and it turns out their father's walking up, and it's like, oh, Nanako, meet your brother, Koshiro. He's like, what? And this begins the weird, the weirdness. Because as they're walking around, or as the, the manga progresses, you see that Koshiro is starting to be confused by this, because she's always calling him Oni-chan, and she really likes him. She's wanted a brother for the longest time, because her mom, well, she's a fucking workaholic. She works at a hairstylist, and every time the daughter was around, she would be... But Nanako pretty much raised herself. I mean, you see some of this stuff, which is very odd and unusual. Like, I mean, for example, at one point you see her at home, and you see all these letters, I'm going to my girls' club, leave you here, or make dinner, I'm working late, or always post-it notes are in the house for Nanako, and she was alone a lot of time, and she wanted someone to be there for her, to comfort her, to care about her and she's wanted to, she knew about her brother so it's kind of happy that she's with her brother and so you have the issue that Koshiro's never had a woman in the house and he accidentally sees her naked and she sees him naked it's a little bit like Ram but the thing is like it, the whole manga progresses into the fact that Koshiro is falling in love with Nanako and Nanako likes Koshiro and consent you know she could really like him because she annoys him with you know her clinginess and her hi big brother how are you doing today you have to eat this big brother and blah 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 big brother and he's just kind of very annoyed he's very very just go away I don't want you to bother me and he's just confused and her friends are all about the fact that he she has a brother complex and she's they're not they don't realize she's actually falling in love with her, her brother and Koshiro's actually falling in love with her like the first time he really does something fucked up is that he after seeing her uh, you know after seeing her panties at one point he's kind of just musing around and he's kind of looks at it and he sniffs her panties and you're like what the fuck and he's like what the fuck am I doing what am I doing and he thinks she saw him and he's all paranoid about it and upset and like you you didn't see it it's like and he's kind of mean to her forgets her birthday and pretty much this calm this completely becomes this whole situation where you're wondering what's going on, what is, where is this going to end? And at one point, he actually moves out. Koshiro moves out later on in the manga. I've read the whole thing, so I'm not really going to go only one manga into it or three mangas. He moves out because he doesn't want to indulge in this, you know, the forbidden fruit of his younger sister. So he moves out. And she's still in love with him. And what happened was that at one point before she moved out, she told him that she liked him. He did this because he can't. He doesn't he doesn't wanna this social taboo. He doesn't wanna you know, he doesn't wanna end up doing something because the worst thing is he wants her to have a life and he doesn't want to be considered a freak. And he doesn't want to be considered a lot of other things. Anyway, long story short he's gonna be doing something pretty fucked up if he indulges in his passion for his sister and the social conventions behind it are kind of bad because you know that's something which only like five countries no sorry 22 countries allow 
incestual relationships between siblings. And it's just like, it's, Japan is not one of them. And it's a really taboo situation because you have, like I said, you have squid-faced babies. They look ugly and freakish. And this is a very somber and kind of depressing situation that they're in because they do care about each other. Eventually, one thing leads to another and he kind of realizes that he does love her and why is he not going to be with her. And at one point, they're even he sees her in a bride's dress and he realizes it's something she's never going to have. And go out, things happen, and they do hook up in a very tastefully done way and that's something I do have to say I love the art in this I love it the art was done so beautifully because it's not computer generated this is actually drawn and when you look at the panels it looks like you're looking at a sketchbook every single panel looks like a sketchbook page it's got complete shading it's done so beautifully I love it as from from an artistic point of view it's so well done and some of the scenes they do are just completely choice and nice. Like there's this one scene, well, it's the scene when they finally do things. And it's not like Berserk when you see 15 pages of just raw, hard sex. Or in Aori Yoshi where you see, it's just, you see their faces and you just see them doing, not, not they're not being naughty, but it's just a very sensual scene. And, or, uh, uh, Karikana, where it's, you know, the very surreal vision of a girl losing her hat, and the person, the boy, catches the hat. No, it's just you see them thinking, talking, they kiss, and then the next scene you see is you just see a panel of half the doorway and some of the clothes crumpled. It's all you see, and the, the chapter ends. I thought that was brilliant, and the way it was done just was very artistic. Now, the only option they really can have is either they can commit suicide, live, continue the relationship, break up their relationship, and I'm not going to reveal what happens at the end because you have to read it. It's a pretty unique story. I mean, it's a very taboo subject. It's about incest, about a brother and sister having sex and falling in love, which is kind of fucked up because, you know, that's your sister. That's your brother. They're not supposed to cross that line, and they do it. And for some reason, I was compelled to, like... Koshiro and Nanako's plight and it just was you know you want to root for them but in the back of your head you're like why should I root for them they're they're brother and sister they should be falling in love it's like in any other situation you know it's still kind of wrong because the fact that she's 15 years old and he's 27 that's way beyond the fucking legal age that's that's 12 years beyond the fucking legal age of the person you know it's more yeah 12 years it's it's just you can't really root for them but you can't root against them because you want them both to be happy but it's at the same time you're kind of confused about what happens about why they should do this so uh, so art style is very well done I, I I give it like perfect was the art style I love this art style it was perfectly set for me it wasn't flowery it was very mature and the character design was nice and I love like I said the perpetual stubble that Koshiro had and I liked how the father Zenzo, he had a Hitler mustache. Well, not a Hitler mustache, but a handlebar mustache. Not, no, not it was Hitler mustache. Like the what is it called? A, a comb mustache. So it's kind of funny that you see him like that, and he's supposed to be this funny father who everything's going horribly wrong for him, and he doesn't see the fact that his daughter and son, who haven't seen each other in years, are kind of getting frisky. So, writing style, like I said, this was unfortunately not released in the United States, so it was a fan sub, and well, I don't know. The art writing style wasn't wasn't bad. The 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 
Scanlators did a good job with this. They did a very good job with it. And what can I say? It wasn't bad. And the only issue I had was like you had that feeling in the back of your head that it was kind of fucked up what they were doing. So for this, Koi Kaze by Matoya Yoshida. My review is borrow it from a friend and don't return it unless offered Pocky. I know it's the most used review I've given it. I know, I know. But what can I say? This one was kind of enjoyable in a sick sort of way. I felt myself actually compelled to read this a lot. And it's from the guy's point of view. It's not a girl's point of view. Hee hee hee, I like my brother. Hee hee hee. No, it was actually kind of the whole thing is angst written about, oh god, what am I going to do? Why am I falling in love with my sister? Oh god, oh god, oh god. And you have so many funny things. You also have the fact that the job which Koshiro's working at is saying, you have to get married. You know that, right? Yeah, I get married. Because no one trusts a single man, especially when they're almost 30. That's kind of fucked up. You should get married now. And he's he's battling with this just society's definition of what a good person does, a good man does, a good big brother does. And he's stuck in the middle of this whole fucking mess, and he doesn't know how to get out of it. And like I said, there's only two options. Either he kills himself, forgets his sister, no, forgets his sister, or he kills himself. You know, the only other option is not a good one. It, I mean, it's not a good one. It's a romantic one, but it's not socially acceptable. So I'll let you see what happens if you check it out. It's really worth reading. But what can I say about this? I can't really say much else about incest, besides the art and the interesting story and the fact that it was released on DVD. The series is pretty good. Bitebait loves it, surprisingly. He said it was a really good series. He enjoyed it. It actually made him care about incest. So, like I said, check out the manga. It's worth checking out. If you want to have a link to it, just email me, sparkin at gmail.com, and I'll give you all the info you want about it. Hmm. So, uh, you know, you can check me out on uh, Facebook, Spirekin Manga Review Group. I definitely could use some more friends. I usually put updates on there. I'm on Twitter, Spirekin. I would love more followers. I follow you, and I'll comment on your stuff. If you have questions, comments, concerns, you can email me, sparkin at gmail.com, or zen.sparkin at gmail.com. If you want to leave a voicemail, it is 206-426-6665. That, again, is 206-426-MONK. Of course, you can also, if you want, you can also check us out on iTunes, leave a comment. I definitely could use a couple of new comments. I only have three right now. And Inanimate Carbon Rod is fucking awesome. I've met the guy. He's fucking the greatest motherfucker on the planet. Anyway, um, as for contest, just the usual three. Because we have the... Become the Wheel of Manga Voice. Pretty much that will end in one week. All you have to do is send me a voicemail at 206-426-6665 or send me an MP3. Both have to be under a minute long and they have to be just the Wheel of Manga. And you give me your segment about the whole situation, what it does, what it, you know, my usual spiel I give in the beginning of the Wheel of Manga segment. It just has to be that in your way of saying it. You know, the other contest we have is our usual create an opening, closing, or promo for the Spyrokin Manga Review. The warn opening is the warning, so just warning this show contains blah, 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 blah. That, an actual opening is you can design actual, you know, like an intro for us, like the way that um, Anime World Order uses the NWO music, you know, something like that. You design that, you get props, you also get a few free mangas and a few free things. And also, the other one is the design. A promo for us. It has to be a minute long. You know, we have two promos up right now. The second one was released last week. And that's pretty cool. And so just do it like that. Release a promo for us. And 
it'll be kind of fun. So I believe that's it for this episode of the Spark and Mong Review. That's most normal business. I don't think there's anything left. Oh, yes, there is one thing, of course. It is time for the one, the only, the friends, the Wheel of Manga, accept my substitute. What is the Wheel of Manga you've been wondering I've been talking about so much? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it, and I have assigned 10 random manga from the list of thousands onto the Wheel of Manga. And what I'll do is I'll spin the Wheel of Manga, whatever number lands on. That is what I'll be reviewing for episode 55 of the Spyrokin Manga Review. So, let me spin the Wheel of Manga to see what I'll be reviewing for the next episode. Number one, which is... Vandred. So, for the next episode, episode 55, I'll be reviewing the manga adaption of Vandred. That's kind of cool. I'm one of the only people who likes that anime show, so this should be kind of fun. So, I believe that is it for this episode of the Spark and Manga Review. Yes, I know, that's it. It was such a short episode. I mean, there was no news at all. Nothing new with me. I mean, well, I'm going to Vegas, so you guys wish me luck. Hopefully, when I get back, I'll have won lots of money, and I'll be able to do a video cast instead. If not, I'll be back next week doing the normal, regular episode, doing Bandred and just being myself. Remember, also, I will be at Anime Next, June 12th through 14th, if you are able to find me via my pictures. Because I post pictures on the website, spirekin.podbean.com. You can also find me there you find me i'll give you a t-shirt i've printed out 12 of them and i have them you know i've sent out six i've printed out some more so just come on find me you will get a t-shirt and here's an extra thing you'll get a manga if you see me you find me and you say the one the only and you say the wheel of manga you will get it so believe that is it for this episode of the spark and manga review i hope i do good on this trip and i can't wait to come back because i love you guys you guys are awesome I love doing this. I'm going to continue doing this. So, as usual, this is the Spark and Mong Review. I'm your Hosan. I'm Gonsville. And Viva Las Vegas! See you guys.